Hey everyone, welcome back to BGBC, also known as Beer Guts and Buttercuts. Uh, I am one third of the hosting committee, uh, Tyler. Um, otherwise known as Carmen, and with me as always is Jacob and Caddy Josh. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, as you guys have uh, heard on some of our previous episodes, we had a big golf weekend uh, this big weekend. Big golf weekend. Um, kind of had a, we were playing a lot of golf, um, had our kind of made our little tournament for ourselves and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that talk about the courses we played um how that all came out and then do kind of a uh a week recap for our bgbc cup at the travelers uh wrapped up today so um you know just got a few things we want to talk about and uh let's go ahead and get started yeah well uh let's start with the bad news first um unfortunately Caddy Josh took home the golf weekend. Round him a little bit. That's great news. That's yeah, not good. Uh, great news to some, bad news to others. No, we are. I guess we're happy for you. Um, I wish that we all could have played a little better. I think we all kind of fall into that boat. But yeah, I, I feel you like went out there and you got the job done. So I Kudos wish it would have been a, a a cleaner win. It isn't that I'm, I just think that it would have been. For everyone's sake, if we had all played a little bit better. But Josh went out there and, and played the best of the worst. So You got the job done. Um, plain and simple. That's all we can say about it. Uh, I enjoyed every course that we played. Started at yeah. Castle Bay. Uh, we didn't end up playing the courses that we thought we were going to play. Um, well, I guess today. But So Friday, we had a round at Castle Bay. It was in great shape. Greens looked nice. A little bumpy, a little slow, um, but overall, good conditions. Uh, Saturday, we played at the International Golf Club of Myrtle Beach, which I think was my favorite of the three rounds. Wasn't really surprised. I mean, Myrtle Beach is a big golfing hub, um, so many courses. I guess a lot of places down there can kind of get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I mean, we were out there on a Saturday at 1 o'clock, and there was barely anybody out there. In a beautiful course, too. It isn't like it was a goat track. Really I mean, great it was course. in great shape. Uh, challenging, had a little bit of length. Greens could have been a touch faster, um, but still in great shape, and, and they rolled pretty true. And then today we finished off the weekend at Duplin Country Club in Keenansville, which is a really great track. Pretty much a hidden gym, uh, excuse me, a hidden gym of uh, North Carolina, I would say. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a great stretch. course. Tough, uh, tough course. Um, you know, of course that well they, they had the front nine for a long time and then use a separate piece of property to have a back nine, so it's tail of two courses, um, in a way. Uh but you know, it was in great shape. Greens were true. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were probably the quickest, but they I mean they still weren't crazy. They fast. weren't yeah, they weren't uh particularly quick, but they were true and that's all you can really ask for. Yeah. But let's give uh Josh, a moment to bask in the glory. You know, just kind of say what you want to the fans. Thank the fans if you want to. Any any loved ones that you want to give thanks to? I just want to thank everybody. You know, <laughs> getting behind me, supporting me out of the back. I don't care if it wasn't a clean win or not. A win's a win at the end of the day. A win's a win. But, you know, I would have loved to hit the ball even better, of course. But at the end of the day, can't be upset with a win. Played my heart out and it worked out for me. So free pass going forward for the BGBC Cup with our player teams. 
I, I don't necessarily know if I'll need it. I think you'll need it. I mean, <laughs> Carmen's on his high horse now that he's got the winning points from DJ this week. I mean, I'm not even on a high horse. I just think that looking at your team, I think you're really going to you're gonna need that second superstar. I don't think I'll need it, but I think it'll be a good a good replacement when yeah. come come major time yeah. when those superstars are going to be performing. On paper, they should, and a majority of the time, they do perform a lot better at the majors. They're... All those superstars, you know, they're built and trained for those key moments. I mean, typical stories, Brooks. I mean, doesn't care about the small events, and then he's always ready to dial in. I think all the other guys are similar in that aspect. They just might not express it as much as Brooks, obviously. So, come major time, it'll be good to have that sub for my team. Need it? I don't know. Have it? I'm liking it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's always going to be good to have. Yeah, it's a great pocket to or it's a great card to be able to pull out of the pocket you just gotta you know be in the right aware when to play it obviously a major if you play it in anything but a major i uh, would be unless your field just completely gets wiped out and you have a week where you just need yeah. somebody in there if but it's an emergency week then i might have just, to but other than yeah. that it's coming for a major so what was okay josh what was your favorite course of the weekend um See, for me, like, I mean, I really did like that Myrtle Beach course, and it was nice and stuff like that, but just, like, from a personal point of view, I just find it really hard to enjoy a course when you don't play good at it. Like, I mean, Duplin Country Club's nice, but I'm sure it wasn't on Carmen's top of his list today because he struggled a little bit, so same for me with the Myrtle Beach, you know. I just find it difficult to, I think it's hard, and yeah, it is personal towards it because I didn't play well. But I just think that's how it'll be at most places I go to. If I don't play well, it's hard to take it all in, kind of, just because you get frustrated yeah. in the moment. But, I mean, it was nice. I mean, I thought Duplin Country Club looked, did look really good. So Yeah, I mean, it did look – I thought it looked great. I played awful, but I thought it looked great. Yeah. I think, you know, it can be tough. I think the International Club, personally, was the best. I just – I love the setup. Um, and it gave you that beach style you look forward to. A little bit. Yeah, not really. But um, it wasn't really a beach-style course, but it was a Carolina-style course, obviously, Yeah, which I like. Um, I just thought it was in great shape. To me, as long as the golf course is in great shape, yeah, that's all you can really ask for, especially paying, what, 40 bucks? Yeah, sure. Bucks? I mean, sure. So what was your favorite of the three? I mean, if you have to break it down course-wise, I mean, it's got to be the Myrtle Beach. I mean, Deepwood Country Club, they, you know, they're spotchy in areas. And then, you know, Castle Bay is Castle Bay. So, of course, we get to play all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, condition-wise, just going specifically off course only, I mean, you, I mean, it's a no-brainer. I feel like for all three, it's got to be the Myrtle Beach. I mean, they're the, they're the most well-maintained. 100%. I mean, uh, other than other than the course being in great condition, I just love the layout. Um, uh, I thought that it kind of intertwined or it, it winded through the neighborhoods pretty well, not to where you felt like you were in a neighborhood the whole time. Like squeezed in there. Yeah. Tight. Like, yeah. Like there's some holes that kind of made you feel like you were just in the middle of the woods, like on, on a, on a track in the middle of nowhere. And I kind of like that. Um, but yeah, for sure. International golf club, favorite course of the weekend. I would happily go there again next weekend and play sure because like, there's no one out there no one out there it's honestly not that bad of a drive it's an easy drive and we can always stop at the pj tour superstore on the way home 
Yeah, it is nice to find those Myrtle Beach courses that are on the outskirts a little bit because, you know... It can get so packed. Yeah, because all those tourists, you know, they're going to those barefoot areas. They're going to those big namers. They're trying to play the world tours and all those other big ones down there. So not too many tourists are venturing out towards the International Golf Club because of its location probably, which makes it nice. And right around the corner is TPC Myrtle Beach. Obviously different clientele, but... I mean, TPC Merle Beach is only 90 bucks. Yeah. For a nice course, I mean, that's yeah. it's expensive, but it isn't as if people aren't going to play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they do have some tough competition there. Um, but no, I, I thought it was in great shape. I thought all of them were in great shape. I like Castle Bay a lot. Um, you know, we have a great deal out there, but length style, but not... Not in your face. Not about. in your face about it. It's just the way the land is. I mean, yeah. You can only do so much if there isn't a ton of water and there's... Um, this is big open land, but and we caught it on a not so windy day, so I feel like God, I feel like it was nice for you to catch it on a not windy day because sure. then you can enjoy it and you're not too stressed about shot decision. Because I mean, there's been times where I've gone out there and it's like 30 plus, and you're like, what do I even do? Mm-hmm. So it can get tough. I've run into that so many times. The like the past four times I played out there, wind had to be at least. 15 to 20 miles per hour and i have such a hard time flighting my shots pretty pretty low to begin with it just it it really takes it out of you yeah i mean like i'm not gonna step up there and hit stingers all day you know i don't have that control so then it's just like you're just kind of stuck flighting stuff in and just kind of taking wherever it goes totally agreed but so let's talk about the travelers though um not not the week that I needed uh starting out the gate um it kind of I knew it was kind of starting to go downhill as soon as uh Brooks decided to withdraw because of uh the covid situation um I only had two guys give me points this week cuz Adam Scott wasn't playing and Morikawa missed a cut uh but congrats to DJ uh and I guess in ties with that, congrats to Carmen uh, for it's a good start. picking up the first win of the season. Why well, I picked him? I mean, he's it, a superstar. Like that's that's why he's a superstar who's guaranteed to win a year at least yeah. thirteen. Not, thirteen years in a row. Thirteen All, years in a row. I said it on the podcast last <laughs> time, and y'all corrected me, even though y'all were wrong in correcting me. He has won every year on tour. Um, but yeah, great great weekend for him. Um, we did each have a player miss a cut. So we each took a 20-point hit right off the jump. For me, uh, it was Tony Finau, missed it by a stroke. JT missed it by a few. Mark Howard missed his first cut in, like, 22, his first cut of his uh, career. So Jacob Jensen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Put the hex on him. But uh, we each did have some guys score points as well. Um, so, obviously, DJ got me 100 points. Uh, and Xander Shoffley with a T20, so he snuck in there. For a 15-pointer. Right on the line. Right on the line. Um, Josh, so I have 95 points at this point. Crazy two total 95. Um, Josh, Abraham Answer, uh, T11, so he got 15. Patrick Cantlay, T11, so he got 15. Uh, JT with the minus 20, so you're sitting at 10. Um, Jacob, you got Bryson with a top 10 finish. Uh, 30 points. Morikawa takes 20 away, and Rory with a top 20 with 15 points. So you have 25. Okay. 
<laughs> all right, so we got some ground to make up. <laughs> yeah, again, early, um, but all it takes is one big week. I mean, it's not, it's what, a 70-point difference <laughs> with when we're one weekend. Um, not bad. A lot can happen. A lot, a lot can, can happen. happen it's still small events, so some guys are playing. Adam Scott's not even, he's not even in the United States yet. Yeah. Um, Morikawa is going to get back on off the schneid, or maybe he won't. Maybe you've ruined his career. Um, <laughs> and Brooks will give you some cut points. And, yeah, bro, that was a fluke. Uh, not I mean, is that play. is that a thing, though, on tour? Do they have to wait a certain amount of time before they can come back, even though Brooks doesn't have it? I don't know. Like I, I, I know Webb Simpson said he's waiting the two weeks. But it was a family member of his that tested positive. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I know the caddy can't come back until right, obviously. I don't see him coming back without his caddy if it's just another week. Right. I mean I don't I would agree with that. Um that and My. it may not be a great look. My. Because obviously yeah. he spends a lot of time with him. I mean the optics of that are not great. I feel bad for Brooks Kepka's brother, who had to play a Monday qualifier to get in, got in, but since he was hanging out with Brooks had to withdraw. Yeah. Well, granted, he gets a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> from the PGA Tour because of that. I might have to and a free uh, exemption next year and a free exemption. if if he needs it. Might have to throw the first couple uh, dollars into the pot this upcoming week because uh, if I'm if I'm down to three players again and uh, it doesn't look good on the weekend. Where are they going next week? Where are they playing next week? See right now. It was oh, I just looked at it too. Um. But no, I mean it's it's gonna be it's kind of a tough scene right now with COVID, just because you just don't know and you don't know until Thursday. Um, so you know we'll see. Oh, Rocky Morgan in Detroit. That's right. Uh, Ricky Fowler's event. So typically, a lot of guys play that. I don't think DJ's playing it, especially now. Like probably wouldn't play it. Got his W. He can take take. Does Ricky first. always host it. Uh, it just started last year, but Rocky he's a big Rocket Mortgage guy. I knew that, but. Did hasn't he won there before, or no? Is it only the second year of the event? Oh, is it? Yeah, but 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 he's played in it before. It's just the second year hosting it. It's the second year of the event. Of it existing. Of the, oh, yeah. Okay. Um. So. There it was. It was a different event, a different course, but then okay. it took its place. But uh, typically, a lot of guys play that because you know where he's tied in with everybody. Mm-hmm. He gets them to come out. Mm-hmm. Big charities. Yeah. So. Uh, Looking forward to that. Hopefully, I can continue a streak, but again, just try to get points every week. I think that's the biggest key is put yourself in a spot. If you can come away with 25, 30 points a week and then have those weeks where you win, you can get close to 100. I think that puts you in a good spot. Um, the, the weeks where if you have multiple guys miss cuts, I think that's really where yeah. you might run into trouble, especially if you only have three guys playing. Is there like an escape clause? Like, can you. Pay money to drop a guy and not have the points count against you? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can pay two bucks. You can buy out a missed cut. Oh, that's right. That's right. But you can only do it once per player. Okay. So I can't, if I wanted to get that 20 points for Tony Finau, and you have until the start of the next tournament to decide that. Right. If I wanted to buy out Tony Finau's points so I could get those, <clears throat> I wouldn't get the 20. I would, well, technically, I would get it back. Um, but, you know. Yeah, um, I got you. You know what I mean. Yeah. It would just scratch it even. You would be it would scratch it even, but then if but... he misses a cut down the road, I can't. Like, if he misses a cut at a major, 
if I had already bought them now, I just I'm stuck with that. Yeah. Um. So another one that's you got you play for the majors just like the just like the pros just like the pros just, just like the pros. Like you the use pros. all these events, put stuff in a good spot. Same hobby. Same hobby. Same <laughs> hobby. But no, it was. I think this was a really good test run. Kind of shows how things are going to be. It's going to be a little unpredictable. There aren't going to be a ton of events where we're going to have all five guys rolling. The majors, we will, yeah. barring injuries. Um, maybe when we get down the stretch and things start to open up a little bit. But that's that's why you have guys like Morikawa and Abraham Answer in there. Because they're going to play all these events. Yeah. Um, but so is JT and, and <clears throat> so is Rory. So... I mean, we've got a good teams. We've all got good got teams. Stout rosters. Yeah, as we should. I mean, when you're only taking 15 players, they should be 15. Yeah, of the best yeah. and I mean, most of the issues that came this week were because of COVID. So hopefully, everything keeps progressing with that. I mean, like everybody's been saying, I think the PGA Tour is doing a really good job with it, and they're kind of <laughs> becoming the baseline for all other sports going forward because they are some of the first. They are the first sports. To be dabbling in it, I mean, mm-hmm. there's not a bunch of other people playing just yet. So. And I, I like what uh, Jay Moynihan said. He's the, I guess, the commissioner of the PGA. Yeah. They're rolling. Like they're not just if somebody tests positive, go home. We'll see you in a couple of weeks, and then yeah. they're just gonna keep going. Yeah. And that's just that's just the way it has to be. Yeah. You can't just shut it down. And I understand that it may not look great if people be like, oh, they're playing. It's their job. I mean, this is their career. It'd be different if there was still the gallery. Sure. I mean, if they were potentially exposing thousands of people in one location yeah. at one time, yeah. it'd be totally different. But I mean, without doing, a gallery, they're they're able to do that, and they're doing the best. They're paying for chartered flights that are just the people there. They're limiting access, so they're doing their part. And the players have to do. The players get like heavy fines if they don't follow the. I think it's like fifty grand. Yeah, the protocols. They, whether or not they test positive, they don't follow the protocols. So, and to a lot of those guys, I mean, to every, anybody, 50 grand is yeah. a lot of money, but some of those guys, and also... It would just be unnecessary for something like this, because it's just literally everybody has to follow it, so it's like, if you went against it, you would be yeah. and stupid. For, so give them 100 grand if you test stuff. positive? They want you to be a mindless robot. I'll be honest with you, man. If I'm a corn fairy tour and I, <laughs> I qualify for the week... Get that hundred grand stipend. <laughs> Better than missing a cut. Sneeze on me, please. Yeah, sneeze on me. Get, get, get sniffles for a little while Jesus. and uh, get over it. But no, um, they've been doing a really nice job, and, and they're just gonna keep the ball rolling. Because any of these sports leagues that open up, they're going to have players that's positive. Well, but golf is totally different though, because it's like you're not on one court with ten different sure. people, and it's outside, and it's outside. You're not, you know, on one field with. 22 different people at one time and yeah. and the 40 other guys that are on the sideline. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like they have a lot more leeway than other sports. And they were all wearing the... Uh, the whoop. The whoop. But yeah. whoop, there it is. Just like um, So, like, they're able to track it. And I know that the NBA has talked about the order rings. Isn't that right? Yeah, I think they would have to go to bands, too. Because, I mean, I'm assuming sports guys don't like things on their fingers. I would, I would, especially basketball. Right. Yeah. I mean, golf, basketball, I mean, football. What do you want a quarterback wearing that thing? Um, I mean, so. Not, not my quarterback. Not my quarterback. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, so I think you'll see a lot of a lot of that technology going towards, uh, at least trying to find the symptoms early. So you can try to, one, yeah. someone's going to get it. I guess the, the goal is to limit the spread. 
Yeah. Um, but it's going to happen. If you're going to play, it's going to happen. Um, so it's just a weird situation. It will, uh, it yeah. will find you. <laughs> or there's a will, there's a way. It's, I mean, no one knows how to handle it because no one's had to deal with it before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's everybody in the world, and obviously sports are probably the least of the concerns on a, on a kind of a macro scale, but... Playing through if a pandemic. If only the PGA Tour was around during the bubonic plague, we'd have all the answers. <laughs> Playing through a pandemic. <laughs> a documentary brought to you by the PGA Tour. I need, there, I there I need a handbook. Playing out of San Andrews. <laughs> when, oh, I, I did a... I did a pro. Will and I did a project, and so uh, you did a project. And did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in Denny's class, I think it was like sports history, and we did it on golf. But I, I'm blanking on when like the first ever round uh, in Scotland was. <clears throat> I want to say it was like fourteen. It's early, man. It's probably early. It's early. Maybe sixteen. I I did some projects like similar to that in uh, in high school, for an English class, and it is early. Fifteenth century. 15th century. Um, St. Andrews was created in 1764. Yeah. The 18-hole round was created at the old course of St. Andrews in 1764. 17? At St. Andrews. Oh, okay. Yeah, they started back in the 15th century, but like the, the, the modernized golf. Well, actually, golf. I, I do remember this little tidbit from the, from the uh, project. Apparently, the Romans... Played something similar to it, except that they used sticks and like a uh, tether ball. But it wasn't. Uh, it would. It wasn't like a hole that they went to. It was like some some other thing. Just imagine like the dude who came up with golf. Like, to think of taking a piece. I get they were hickory sticks back then, and then putting some iron on them. Yeah. And then messing with the loft and then just hitting them, and just seeing the ball. A mad wow. scientist, I'm sure. Sure. And imagine if he saw what the game is now and he got Bryson DeChambeau hitting balls 428 <laughs> yards. Wow. Weighing in at like 270. Bring him in a time machine. Yo, check out what you, what you created. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. I mean, we have... Take him to a long drive. Like, event. the technology <laughs> is pretty nuts, but like, just the human beings that are playing golf now. We're evolving. Oh, like, it's ridiculous. And Tiger started that. Tiger's like the one athlete, of the first yeah. version of it. The mega athlete. Yeah, I mean, because before then, yeah, you know. You well, that's even what they were Yeah, John Daly going out there. <laughs> what do you do to warm up? Yeah, smoke about four or five cigarettes, drink about four or five Diet Cokes, and hit 10 range balls. Oh <laughs> <laughs> now you got these guys, you know, they're lifting weight. I mean, look at DeChambeau. He just gained 100 pounds of fucking muscle to play better and be a better athlete. Like, golfers are the actual athletes now. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's what the commentators were saying during the round that we watched the other day, was that, you know... 10, 15, 20 years ago, the stock prototype golfer was like 5'8", lean, and just stripes down the middle every time. I was yeah. bound for glory back then. <laughs> I should have been born a couple years earlier. But now it's like the, these dudes really hit the gym and like they work on their flexibility. They work on their yeah. lower bodies. They work on their core. They work on swing speed. They have the track man to tell them exactly where they're launching the ball and things yeah. like all this stuff. And it's just turned into a whole different game. And even college programs now too. Mm-hmm. I remember last year I watched the uh, the series with the Oklahoma State guys mm-hmm. and watching them train in the gym together, like all those golf related exercises. I mean, they're full fledged. I mean, and that's I can only imagine the tour approach to it. Have you guys seen on Instagram there was this uh, like ranking of toughest sports to play, 
and golf came in at 51. Yeah, ridiculous. Some people don't understand it. I think they just don't understand the difficulty of it. And granted, you you don't have to be an athlete that, to, yeah, to play it's, golf. Uh, it, but people, you also don't have to be an athlete to play football or whatever the hardest one. I think it was soccer. No, it wasn't soccer. I mean... Like, well, you don't have to be an athlete to play, but I guess on a depends. professional level. On a professional level, you have to be an athlete to play anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I, sure. I just think that when people who aren't really into sports are ranking those, because that's probably most of the people voting on that, who aren't really athletes. They're just people who kind of watch sports from here and there. And what are they going to watch? Football. Yeah. They're going to look at golf and because you don't have guys sprinting up and down really fast, and you're not going to have guys... Just obliterating other human beings. And by the way, they miss a bunch of sports. Because if you turn on ESPN 8, the Ocho, there's a lot of sports that they did not put on that list. And I'm honestly a little upset. <laughs> I, I, they are ESPN forgetting a whole community of sports. Yeah. You ever seen the, uh, <laughs> the like, longest frog jump with a bullfrog <laughs> on the ESPN 8, the Ocho, where... And the rules are, you get your bullfrog, you put them in this little square, and whenever you're ready, or however it works, you like, you get three hops, and they measure the total <laughs> distance of the three hops. And these people, like, do the most insane things. To get, they, like, one dude will, like, jump up and go, like, full spread eagle and smack on the ground, and the frog launches and then he and he runs behind the frog and he's like ah, 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 like oh screaming at it and like you try to get your longest three jumps and you get like it's this huge deal in the city and it was on ESPN and they ate the ocha you know, I, I think, made me think of it and I was I think I laughed for like 30 minutes straight watching these people just ah, get these frogs to jump and son one of the craziest ones that I saw was the uh, cherry pit spitting contest <laughs> <laughs> and the dudes are just there look, and they like buck up real big they lean all the way back but there's like a line that you can't cross so like they're like doing like this to make sure they don't do it and then they go whoop and like it just like shoots out of the mouth <laughs> it's a talent it's, it's imagine a first person to see somebody do that just sitting out there on the back four spitting and be like I bet I can do that better than you <laughs> I bet I can do that professionally <laughs> oh man but, um, so ESPN ain't the Ocho. Check it out if you haven't. Do you watch? Good, good stuff. You know what's a good watch? Professional bowling. That uh, is true. It gets you intense. Ever, you ever it seen the celebrity matches? I don't know, but whoever that guy is, <laughs> whoever you think you are, I <laughs> <laughs> When he wins the U.S. Open, he wins the U.S. Open of bowling. He's like, me! I did. His like, wife is sitting right there, and he's like, doesn't acknowledge her. He's like, oh, me! This was all me! He like, doesn't like, you know, thanks uh, my family, thank you my beautiful wife right there. What is his name? Because I remember, he, whenever he... Uh, I think he's like, like the most famous bowler of all. I think it's when he gets four strikes in a row, he turns to his competitor, and he does like the DX suck it, but he goes, Hambone, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Pete Weber. Pete Weber. I thought that was, I was going to say David Weber. Pete Weber. Oh, man. That guy's a legend. <laughs> He's Pete so, Weber. What do you think? With the glasses. Like, what the fuck? Inside bowling. Oh, legendary stuff. Legendary Maybe, stuff. I can't wait for the E6 on Pete Weber. Big, uh, big golf podcast here we got. <laughs> <laughs> But so all right, so we got um, the uh, Rocket Mortgage in yep. Detroit next week. Early, 
Early picks, who do you guys think? I look I, I do need to check and see who's playing. Um just because I don't know. I, Can we pull this infor- information up now? They don't have it yet. Okay. Um, that's why I wish if, these guys would release. Schedules. If everybody was playing. If everybody was playing. On, especially on our list. Well, I know Webb's not playing. Okay. Webb's so not playing. Kind of not, I guess like Brooks not playing. Brooks not playing. Uh, I mean, Ricky's always a threat. I don't know. I feel like I there's, a, there's, a, there's a ton of added pressure when you're hosting a tournament. I don't think he really cares, to be honest with you. Because it's not, like, it's not a big deal. It's just... His but I think he's still like playing with his game a little bit, trying to see where... Not necessarily like where he's at, but he he's just, like, Yeah, he just changed buttons. He's through. still prepping and fixing with his tools a little bit. Mm-hmm. And another thing, he's hosting. I just don't see him coming Could away. Could be a young guy. I was going to say, I think it's going to be a guy that... I think a young guy will last year. You know who's going to break through? Yeah. Come on, answer. I could say I mean... As I long can, as he's playing, I mean, he's been close. We I mean, Actually, can we talk about Will Gordon? Coming out first. Uh, sponsorship exemption. He's got one next week as well. Um, I think he I mean, finished T20. But he, I mean, he was in the in the mix. Like I think he shot even, even to finish the weekend. I, I mean... Because he was 11 under after Friday. Yeah, but like, watching him... Like, we watched a little bit today... Always had a birdie look. Always had a birdie look, and he was stuffing wedges. Yeah. Absolutely. Hits the ball a mile. Big dude. Yeah. Big old Southern Country guy, uh, Vandy guy. Um, I think he just graduated. So he's he's been working his way through. Um, So he's younger as shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's like 19. I don't don't know his full player profile because, I mean, I literally didn't know who he was until this weekend. Um, But, you know, so. Picked up some points this weekend. Picked up a little bit of cash, too. Has another good weekend next week. He could find his way into some more events. I got a guy. Who's that? Two guys, actually. One is a big big name in the sport. The other is a guy that I saw today that I thought he was playing pretty well. First guy, I can see Phil going out there and doing something. He had some... Really high highs, and he had a few. But, that, but that's, that's been Phil's game. I was about to say, like, that's been Phil. But if he can put together, like, what he did on Friday, yeah, then he's unstoppable. Especially if he breaks out those joggers again. If he goes out and joggers all four days with the glasses, like, <laughs> like, the dude looks like he just woke up. Dude, honestly, I'm over. He looks the best. Oh, he! I mean, he's a unit. I mean, he, he looks. He great. looks the best that I've seen him. In he's a long time. fifty, and he looks great. He yeah. still he drives the ball three hundred plus. High, nasty, straight bombs. But my other Places. guy that I think very early projection. Not even sure he's playing in the field next week, but if he is, Patton Kazar or Patton uh, Kazar. Possible, yeah. Sure, I like that. I like that. Uh, I know Morikawa is not playing next week. Perfect. So um, three we guys. Go, we go off now. Down to two. Uh, I don't think Patrick Reed's playing next week. Perfect. Um, got to do some rearranging. Yeah. So I got three players. Uh, Kevin Na could He's be in the mix. Two. I know Detroit's not a particularly long course. How did he? How did he play today with Bryson? Uh, he was Kevin Na Na. <laughs> pretty well. That comedian's hilarious. What's Sebastian? his name? Yeah, Sebastian. Yeah. Kevin Na finished fifth. Okay. Solo five. Shot three hundred today. Three hundred days, sixteen on the weekend. Mackenzie Hughes had a nice weekend. Yeah, but I mean, he, I mean, he was ten Will under Gordon, after the oh, first sorry. Ten. Will Gordon T three. Sorry, um, seventeen under, so only two shots off the lead. So good for him. Six under today. I mean, maybe he's picking up something. 
He might be. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> he looked good. Um, Patrick Cantley, if he's playing next week, he's always a threat at events like that. So, I mean, I, yeah, he is. I think JT's playing. I would assume. I mean, he's super tight with Ricky. Yeah, yeah. I would be shocked if he isn't. Um, maybe Jordan. Jordan Spieth, I was probably. say maybe Jordan goes. I think he shot like nine under this week. Uh, again, like he went on a really, he was super cold and they got hot to make the cut and then just kind of limped through the weekend. It's a typical Jordan, uh, week again. I think we'd all like to see him do well. And this is another event that maybe he gets back on track, wins a small event, um, kind of gets a confidence back and then maybe roll it into it. But I want Gary player to take Jordan up on his word. And work on his mental game with them, because I think that would uh, serve Jordan very well. Yeah. Um. I mean, because he's got the talent. There's no doubt about it. Why hasn't Jordan taken him up on it? That's what Gary Player game to him was like, dude. I I will make you win like twenty more <laughs> tournaments in That's your career. And that guy's probably gonna live to be 120. Yeah. I mean, he's, the dude does like a thousand push-ups a day. He's a legend. Like he was like, <laughs> I saw this one video of him running sprints on a treadmill, like just absolutely booking it. Yeah, he's like, like Bobby Long. <laughs> I want, he's in his eighties. Yeah, and the dude looks better than we do. Let's yeah. be, I mean, let's just be real. Um, what a legend too. Yeah. I love his voice. Is great. Yeah. yeah. Good, nice South African accent. Yeah. No, I mean, Jordan is still. One of the best from wedges out to putter. Mm. Still one of the best on tour. Mm. Putting? I mean, he's towards, always towards the top of the leaderboard in strokes game, so I'm assuming that's good. I just feel like he, he hadn't been the putter that he was in a long time. I think that's a lot of mental things coming behind it, too. Well, I mean, but I mean, I could be wrong. That could be my... Because, I mean, like, just imagine, like... I mean, imagine he goes out there next week, rock and mortgage, and just fires and finds a way to finish and connects. Like, I bet his putter would be a thousand times better going forward than if he, well, were, if he were to get string him along, string him along, string him along. You know? I mean, it just takes that one moment for him. I, I did see like. something. He's This year, he's been driving the ball longer than he ever has. He, also, he hasn't been very accurate. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe he needs to go back to just hitting cute little cuts out there. Um, but, again, obviously he's got the talent to do it. He's still young. He's still only mid-20s, maybe yeah. 26. So, we can see he's always a threat, though, because he can go on a heater. Right. When a guy's that talented, he does have the experience, too. Um, to draw on, granted, it's been a while. When was the last time he won? Like, 20... I think 2018 he did win an event. Um, like, the Byron Nelson or something like yeah. that. But, other than that, he just he hasn't won a significant event in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... And, I mean, I know everybody's out there, you know, waiting for their <laughs> breakthrough, but... I mean, but he's a guy that's already got all that experience and had that hot streak, so I feel like if he could break through, he's going to see a lot more success because... He knows what it was like to be there, and he knows how he lost it. So if he could get back to that level again, I think I don't think you see him lose it again because I think he'll be more prepared. I mean, it was just like – and this happens a lot in golf. There's always these guys that for, you know, three to four months, they're always in the mix. They're always – they, like, can continuously go tie 10th or better. Sure. They're always there on Sunday making a run at it. Um, prime example is like Jason Day. 
Like, Jason Day, for a while there, was always on it. I think right after he won the RBC he, Canadian he's Open. He won a major, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he won a PJ Championship? I think, yeah, P, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Chambers Bay? Or Whistling Straits? Either way. Like, so, that's a prime example because right after he won the RBC Canadian Open, he went on, like, a tangent where he was, like, uh, win, tied second. Uh, tied fifth win you know something crazy like that yeah. but it just it happens so much that after a while like I mean he he's still made it to the weekend this weekend and he played pretty well but yeah. I just feel like Jordan isn't going to do that again like I don't know if he's going to get on that streak again because that's how a lot of players careers just kind of fizzle out like they sure. had that hot streak and then they just kind of turn into struggling to make the cuts but I think it is one of those things where it's if he can find a way to win another event, then it can snowball because then people stop having the conversation that we're having right now. Yeah, for sure. You yeah, know I mean that's got to wear. Stop, he stops having that conversation with himself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that's the more important part. We can yeah. say whatever we want, but yeah. he's got to be having that conversation of what happened because mm-hmm. he didn't have a major injury. It just he had that blow up at the Masters, and then since then he's won. And he has had success, but just he hasn't been able to sustain anything. So we'll see. But again, he's all every tournament he shows up at, it's a storyline. Can he start getting it back in gear, especially once we get around the majors? Um, I hope it happens for him. Like a tiger can do it. I mean, I think that Jordan can do it. I mean, not that they're in the same category, but like, it's it's the same story. Of you know, like he tigers at his highest. He had some personal things come in that, you know, took the limelight away from his career. And then he turned it around at Eastlake, won again, and now, then after that, he won the Masters. Sure. I mean, I, I don't necessarily see those as, like, parallels just because with Tiger, it was obviously all of his, like, personal problems, which was major. But then he had those major injuries, too. So there was like a physical reason why he wasn't doing it. But with I'm, Jordan, but, like there isn't. But what that. I'm saying is like, Brando Chambly said that Tiger Woods is never going to win. Well, Brando Chambly's a clown. I mean, he but said no, he literally that. said he's never going to win another tournament again. Yeah. And then he t- turns around and wins the East Lake and wins the Masters. I'm saying that I feel like, like we said earlier, a lot of people are having this conversation of will Jordan ever get back to where he was, and. I mean, it would take him to win, I think, another major for us to seriously consider maybe he's back. Yeah, or just get on a, a heater of regular events. Yeah. Um, but, sidebar, you see the video of, like, Tiger watching all those, like, commentators talk about how he'll never win again. Yeah. Like, Pat Perez just shitting on him, Brandel Shambly, all the people. And then Shambly like, well, is a clown. I, I was so, I, yeah. I was so glad. When Tiger won, and I hope he like texted him. Uh, right. The thing after. about that is like then like he never acknowledged he said that. Of course. Then he, he just went back just talking about how great Tiger is. Yeah. Like you can be wrong and just say, look, I just thought he would never win again because he, he wasn't alone in that view by him. No. Yeah, you proved me wrong. There was everybody, not everybody, but there was a lot of people in the game just saying, "Hang it up." Yeah. I was for good reason. I, I mean, he was going hope. through a lot. Yeah, I, I think. Hope. When somebody means that much to the sport, more than just being the greatest of all time, but he revolutionized golf. For sure. 
and, and how mean, it's viewed. And over half the tour currently is plays because of him. Mm-hmm. He's the reason they have like two million dollar payouts for the winner. Yeah, because it wasn't like that before. That they made a lot of money, but he brought sponsors, and now like golf is a major. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um. So it. One, you always want to see the greats continue that success, and and everyone loves a comeback story, but golf needed Tiger to come back because then it's revitalized the game all over again. Um, So it might happen with Jordan. Um, We'll see. But I think we started this trying to make picks. (laughs) And then we went down the Jordan rabbit hole that we (laughs) so often do. We started this whole thing as a weekend recap. <laughs> right. Phil Mickelson, Patton Kazire. Those are my two guys right if, now. If he's playing, I'll go Kevin Na. I think he could play there. He's played well. Uh, he did not play well at Colonial. Usually does. Yeah, Usually that was shocking. Up shocking. Because um, that course is built for him. But uh, Detroit Country Club is a smaller track, too. So a guy like him can win there. Um, a guy like Chess could win there, too. A guy like Chess could win there. I mean, it's just so weird right now. I mean, you don't know who's playing with yeah. people dropping in and out because of COVID. And then you got people like Will coming out of nowhere just going crazy low and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be... I, I would like to see Answer win for my team personally sure. and for him as a player to you know get that. For, I think that would be a good spot for, for him as a that, player to get that, to get that cool victory there. Because he has been grinding it out. Yeah. It'd be a good it'd be a good spot to get it. It's not like a crazy big tournament, but yeah. it definitely has some eyes. Bryson so. too. I mean, he <laughs> has finished great in every tournament he's played this year pretty much. Hasn't really been able to have great Sunday rounds. Yeah. Um or Saturday rounds or like even that he goes like five or six under. It's yeah. just not enough. Um but He's been playing well, drives the ball a mile, um, and, I mean, the rest of his game is there. Yeah, I, I still – I even though I picked those two guys, I think that it's still going to be someone who's not on our radar right now, and it's probably going to be someone who, you know, isn't, you know, a big name in the sport right now. Maybe uh, a young star, a young budding star comes out of nowhere. Possibly. I mean, it could. It very well could be Will Gordon. I mean, he, this is exactly what I'm talking about, though. Like, it could be he goes on a stretch of playing great golf, and then four months from now, everybody's going to be like, where, where is this? It's also kind of like uh, Brendan Todd, isn't that the guy's name? He won, like, two events back-to-back, and then and, – but all, was, the, all the events around it, he was, like, top five, top ten. Yeah. He was in the league going. Yeah, I was going to say, he was in the mix this weekend. Yeah. But there was, like, one stretch earlier before COVID where it was, like, five tournaments in a row. He, like, almost won them. He almost won three in a row, and he, but he lost that third one. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. That's what's awesome about golf is obviously you have so many competitors, so, yeah, the odds are you're going to have. But yeah. you look at any other sport, and you say, yeah, realistically, like, four teams could win the championship. Yeah. There's, all, there's multiple championships in golf, obviously, and every weekend there's a new winner, but... It could be one of 150 guys each weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. And they all don't have an equal shot because some of them just aren't as good as others. But guys like Will Gordon can come out. Not to say that he isn't ultra talented because obviously he is, but sponsored exemption. Yeah. So, but uh, looking forward to next week. But I enjoyed the weekend. Yeah, I'm uh, glad you got to come down. Fun and I'm glad you got to come down. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Whether it's you guys coming up to me or, or we figure something out, I think um, we're I think we're due to come up there. Uh, 
spend some time in Laurel and maybe head out to Ocean City. That would be, I think, Ocean City. Maybe play a course around uh, West Side. West Side is <clears throat> near me, and then maybe go down to the beach yeah. and play some of the really nice courses down there. I'm looking looking forward to fine tuning the game up and protecting my title. Yeah, we gotta do. I I gotta do something. Uh, I think we all have very. <laughs> We all have some personal projects in our game. Some personal projects. I mean, be calling a a psychologist when I get home. Um, Video lesson with Mike Bender on the way. Yeah. uh, You know, maybe send it in, send a check with it too. But uh, (laughs) just say, hey, just any pointers. Just any pointers. Free pointers. (laughs) But yeah, you know, uh, a very good, a productive weekend. Because one, like, I think we all did certain things well, but we did plenty of things. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. So we have a wide array of things to do. It's tough for you guys without a range, though. I right. do feel for you there. I've got access to a decent range. I do have access, somewhat access, to a really nice range. Um, hopefully they open that back up to non-members. Or, you know, maybe if I can fit it in, maybe I'll buy a membership. We'll see. But I can at least go out there and hit some balls. Um, and I can use driver and all that. So we'll see. Uh, I've got some, some things I want to work on. But uh, overall, really fun weekend, really productive weekend. Looking forward to the next. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, <clears throat> I'm glad you got to come down. It's kind of been a long time coming. Yep. Uh, glad I got to see the swing in person. Glad I got to uh, try, and, try and give you some pointers, just some things to think about. Yeah, I, by no means, really have any room to talk. Um, but you know, it, it was fun to hang out with you and play some golf and lots to chew on, lots to chew on. There's a lot. I mean, there's just a million things you could do differently, but I think it's just figuring out what the basic techniques are and trying to fit it to your style. I think that's the thing is yeah. like you, you always, everyone has like a baseline of these things need to happen in the golf swing. Yeah. Now, how you make that happen yeah. can be however you're comfortable with and I think that's what makes it difficult is there isn't a cookie cutter swing yeah and like I mean one thing you do in one swing could you could do it right correct in the other swing and something else went different I mean yeah it's just a million things so I think it's just staying patient staying focused and grinding it out so you can have chip-ins from 70 out on the last hole yeah man (laughs) keeps me coming that 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 is is awesome that is like literally the definition of golf oh my god just like a microcosm of the Oh, I, I like I can't believe that. Like literally the last <laughs> shot of the day. I was just I was ready to go home like six holes again. I mean, we, on sixteen T box, Carmen looked at the hole sign and was like, Jesus, we have three more holes left still. Like he was he was, <laughs> it was ready one to of those go. Days, man. I was I was going I was in the throes of a run. And then on and then what makes what makes that chip in even better is that on eighteen there that hazard flag out there where the water was. Carmen thought that the green was like sitting under a ridge, and he thought that the hazard flag was the green, and that's why he just I took dead aim. Like he took I mean, dead I, I figured, aim I figured and put it in the water, and the green was like. Oh, four. I mean, I did know, but just like at that point, it was just like see a flag hit it. I mean, <laughs> the green was like forty yards to the right, and I was like, I looked at Jacob and said, "Dude, I think he hit that thinking that that was the green." And Jacob was like, I don't know. I was like, no, I think he did, man. I'm he glad was, I was like in between my 52 and a uh, pitching wedge. Just because like if I had really just like 
tried to hit a knockdown pitch and wood, I would have been in the dream. I mean, I started driving up because I hit it and it came off pretty well. I saw it and I was like, right, just get back in the car. And I drove up and I saw the checkered flag and then I saw the actual green. I was like, no way right now. I just I just hit it, attacked the pin right into the hazard. And it was like sitting on a little bank. And you uh, dropped one. for y'all to hit. You scolded it a thousand yards. Um, what a what a finish. Yeah. And then... Uh, dropped it down and dunked her out. Hit a nice one. Hit a nice one. Dunked it in like... And it literally went from just like nothing to like, all I can do is smile. Like there was just no way... <laughs> I lost it, dude. I was I just started laughing. Because... A <laughs> 65-yard hole out for par. Like you know that you're pissed, but then you do something like that and you just can't help it. You just can't because it's like... Because you know it. Like, you're honestly just waiting. Like, what am I going to do to make me come back <laughs> Like, what is going to happen that's going to make me want to come back yeah. And you get to the point where like, all right, it's not going to happen. I'm just going to chip this up there. I'll probably hit it 90 degree to my right, and it's going to take me 15 shots to get up and down. Comes off flush, hits one, goes in. It's like, all right, same time tomorrow. We're sitting there like, going, going, oh. <laughs> It was oh, awesome. Man. No, it was, uh, it was a good way to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Lighten very, the heart a little. Very, yeah. It, yeah. But uh, you'll see our some clips and uh, on the Instagram page and in our pre and post round interviews. I think you can see it as like the the embattled face of me before <laughs> the round and after the round. It's uh, a little befuddled, but. <laughs> but yeah, so right. it goes. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, guys. Um, at BGBC Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can DM us there or you can email us at bgbcgolf at gmail.com. Uh, talk to you guys soon.